Welcome to Zone Base. This is Dylan. Hey, it's Landon. Hey, it's a two for Tuesday. Two even though we just Tuesday. had we just had three here, but he had to leave. Yeah, um, bummer. So, guys, we've we've been uh, delaying some podcasts recently because we've been working on a set list to play a gig. Finally, or the first Who's on Base gig live. Um, we'll be doing that in the springtime. Uh, more on that to come. But uh, yeah, uh, tonight's intro was brought to you by. Something pretty amazing. This is the Silvertone Silhouette, the, the brand new reissue. Um, love this guitar. It's super cool with these weird, like, crazy Dayarmond-esque pickups that they, that supposedly, the story is, that they had a family member from the original Dayarmond family Ooh. commissioned to make these pickups for Samick, and that's why they are in here. Really weird sounding, cool, single coil pickups. That's that middle position. This this bridge is really like thin. And very vintage sound, and then this neck is sick. With a very cool Bigsby tremolo. Um, the necks on these things play phenomenally. Um, the I gotta say, the silver tones versus the new harmonies, the silver tones. Got them beat by price, got them beat by playability, got them beat by features. I think these are honestly the way to go. If you why spend $1,200 on the Harmony Silhouette mm-hmm. when you could buy the Silver Tone that looks like the original, plays better than the original, and sounds pretty stinking awesome. Anyway, that was going through an Anonymous Pedals Creations Entity Driver. My Ghostbuster Ghost Trap pedal I've been waiting for. This thing is... That's the coolest looking pedal I've ever seen in my life. On well, if you're a fan, honestly, when I saw it, we will, we love Ghostbusters. Yeah, when I saw it, I had to, I had to go for it. There was a, there's another one out there called the Positron Collider, which is made by, I can't remember. Land, I think maybe the Land Devices makes it. I think, I can't remember. I can't remember who makes it. Anyway, it's another Ghostbusters themed one, but this is dead on, just straight up a ghost trap, and. Uh, when you turn it on, the little lights light up, and it basically it's a clon clone kind of. Uh, it's like a clon clone with a little bit of like a. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of my uh, uh, my Masferatu pedal that I have. Oh, okay. So. It's got a bass boost as well, which doesn't do a whole lot, but. Maybe, I think it gives it a little bit more presence. It says it's supposed to be more of like a transparent overdrive, but I'll be honest with you, it has more of like a fuzzy tone to me um, than transparent. It definitely colors your sound. Um, really wicked cool pedal, though. The guy did a really good job making it look like a ghost trap. It, it's super cool. It looks great on the pedal board. Um, my only gripe Wait, is if that's, if that's a clone, that's the coolest looking clone on the market. I mean, honestly, I that thing is just super cool. I couldn't, I can't. I don't know how he gets to how he's able to make this without like people coming after him for making like a straight up ghost trap, but um, yeah, you would think so. Yeah, I'm assuming it's because it is a like you made to order kind of thing. You you call these people to make one. They are not cheap. They're a three hundred dollar pedal. Oh, get out of here! Not even joking. I did not spend that. <laughs> oh, that's because he's got to pay the royalties, probably. Well, I have a friend on Reverb who messaged me and said, "Hey, I got a pedal you're gonna want. Um, let me know." And I was like. Oh, 
don't know what it is. And he sent me the link and, and yeah, couldn't, <laughs> couldn't pass it up. Yeah, you couldn't say no to that. Yeah, it's super, super wicked. Um, and, but before that, I had bought two pedals. Um, and uh, I bought the TC Electronics Arena and the TC Electronics Trinity T2 reverbs. Wow, dude. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This arena. Oh, gosh. Sing it. I think the church reverb on it is worth the price of a mission. Awesome. And then the T2 has this, they don't, they're not labeled, they're just like with Roman numerals. And, and it sounds, it's got some crazy stuff. And this one's the weirdest one on here, I think, which is the the octave, like lowering pitch shift thing. Oh, okay. Neato. Wait for it. How do I make that musical, though? I have no idea. Yeah. It's just I, neat. I mean, the Mercury 7 does that, and it's a hell of a lot more expensive than that is. It's got other cool things, though. It's like, let's see. Like a little bit of chorus on your reverb. Ooh, I like that. These things are just really cool. I, I've been enjoying them. Uh, weird. I, I could have went for the Hall of Fame, you know, and just mm -hmm. bought the Hall of Fame. And they got the Hall of Fame, like, two by four, the big, huge Hall of Fame. But it's supposed to kind of have all of them in it. I like it, too. I think it's really cool. But I like the real estate of these. I like the small packages and the fact that I can kind of pick which one I like. I'll be honest with you. Between the Arena and the Hall of Fame, I think I like the Arena better. I've listened to a lot of, like, demos of the mm -hmm. two. And ultimately, I decided on the Arena just for, like, its its larger sounds. Well, did the did the arena come out after the Hall of Fame? I remember they all came out around the same time. They put oh, out a whole they? bunch, yeah, at the same time. Which it was almost like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, now, now is that one discontinued now? Um, the arena? Oh, I think so. I haven't seen it anywhere. So, but it's got a pretty decent spring. I like. spring I, I dig it yeah plate, sounds, sounds good yeah the plate sounds kind of cool see i'm a sucker for plate yeah 
the uh, I like the room. I think the room sounds good. It's a cool pedal. I will say it's got the click, whereas the T2 just has the soft. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So that, I, that's different. <laughs> I mean, I don't guess it really makes a difference one way or the other. I mean, yeah. but but I, I do like the, I don't know, I like the soft touches. Yeah. You know, the, the, the relay switching. It sounds cool, and it seems to play pretty well with other pedals. So, okay, so I've got some kind of pedal board issue, um, and you're telling me it's probably the power supply. I think you're right. I think I might just switch out this power supply, try something different, because there is, when I touch some, some pedals, that's just white noise. I'll say this. A lot of times, when you power them with the with the power bricks like that, or that when, you, when you put them in a chain with other pedals like that, a lot of times, fuzzes are super noisy. That one is not plugged yeah. up to the power supply. That one's not. Mm. Maybe, Straight battery. That maybe, so is the so is the Ranger. That, that actually sounds, might be the issue. The Ranger also sounds just terrible. If you were to plug, if you were to put the batteries out and plug those up into that power supply, might change it. I guarantee you it would. Really? Because at that point, the power is completely isolated to that. Hmm. I'll have to try that. Yeah. Like that one's going through, and it's also noisy. Then we got a power cable on it. Is that better? It's got a power cable on. I think the only one that's not noisy is, is the Univob. Which still sounds amazing, by the way. Also, not running off the power supply. Battery. Weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, and neither was the chorus, the micro chorus, also not running on power supply. Oh, it brings me to think. I, I just also. By the also, way, real quick, that is a very underrated chorus. Oh, dude, that's my favorite chorus. Like, I don't, I don't care that's, what anybody says. That's actually a really underrated. Dude, chorus. right there at twelve o'clock on that micro chorus, it makes our micro chorus. It just. I used to think I wanted a phaser, but I really just wanted the micro chorus. I mean, dude, it's, it's one knob. I mean, how simple... And it sounds perfect. I mean, how, how much simpler can you get? There's no metallic sound that you yeah. get out of some. It's no... Nothing out, like, outlandish. just sounds great but anyway um yeah I, I couldn't decide which one i wanted to put on there i almost put the uh, mind bender on there and then i went for that instead and i, I dig it but um brings me to think though uh it makes our tether and i found an mxr for a good deal and i went ahead and jumped on it uh it ain't got here yet it's gonna be here on the next episode a script uh p uh phase 90 really yeah Vintage or reissue? Reissue, but it's the okay. I think it's the seventy four script. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think it's seventy four. I think it's seventy four. Yeah, seventy four script reissue. Okay. I'm so freaking stoked. 
You should be. <laughs> Super. You very much should be. Insane. Crazy price. I'm wondering if it's even going to work. What, did they pay you to take it? $20. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, does this thing work? <laughs> We may never know. Well, it's coming. It's coming next week. So, um, so yeah, man. Um, that's kind of what's... That's my... Oh, I does, not all my what's new. We haven't had a podcast in a while. So, um, within the time I have... Since we haven't done a podcast, I've, I've acquired a few things, obviously. And uh, the other big thing I got was... Oh, yes. A Get Fiddle here, um, which is... Get Fiddle. Uh, so... I'm unsure on the it's, date. It's beautiful. Of this one. This is a vintage 70s. I'll just say 70s right now. Uh, 70s Memphis double cutaway Les Paul. Um, with two P90s. Two dogger P90s. And so, I've been telling you about this. Uh, it's made by Univox. Um, or at least the company that makes Univox Unicord. Uh, made these uh, in the 70s. And... It's just a killer freaking double cutaway Les Paul. I mean, honestly. And a cool red burst that really matches the silver tone. I was gonna say, almost it's, identically. Yeah, it's a beautiful finish. Huh? Yeah, it's just crazy silver tone red burst. It's just really rad. Um, was it made in Japan? Yeah, I mean, I would assume these are Japanese. Um, Univox. Yeah, I'm from from there. But uh, really, just a weird oddball, uh, really cool way. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a... Uh, Input jack issue I need to fix, but a really cool straight up lawsuit model from the 70s. You know, so Ibanez making lawsuit models, Univox making lawsuit models, um, Greco, you know, so many. You know, um, Memphis was just another one out there. They made Strats, they made Les Pauls, they made 335s, they made double cutaway Les Pauls, they made a Rickenbacker copy, they made all kinds of them, just like all these other brands did. It's really probably just the Univox has been renamed. Honestly, um, judging by the, the headstock, the open book headstock, exactly like the Univox. Um, the only thing that's different is my favorite part. It's a bolt-on. Oh, neato. Yeah, so I really dig the bolt-on neck um, because it still has the same access as a standard Les Paul double cutaway, but it's bolt-on, which is just freaking sick and killer. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I did take the pickups off. Because uh, I wanted to date one of the pickups. I wanted to see what it was. So I took the pickups off. At first, I thought there was something wrong with the neck pickup. Because it is very dull. Nope, it's just wound that way. It's just a duller pickup. It's like your your cut, you know. It's kind of like a Jazzmaster neck pickup. In a sense, it's a little bit cleaner than the bridge, right? Anyway. So that's the, that's the neck. Let's go to that middle position. You can hear it's on the edge of breakup already, just in that middle position with that bridge pickup coming in there. Now let's just go full on 70s. And mind you, no overdrive other than my amp here. Full on 70s bridge P90. It's just mean and awesome. It's got a super hot pickup. 
That pickup dates from 74. Wow. This one dates from 75. Could it be a 75 and they had a pickup laying around from the previous year? That, I, think it, I think it's the in-between. I think it's like somewhere, like probably like right there at the beginning of 75. And they just, okay. they, yeah, you know, makes sense. they're making these things in January. And they just have <laughs> some pickups left over from I mean, the year before. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, the, it's written, the date is actually written on the bottom in Sharpie. Or in a marker of some sort. Huh. So, which is cool. Um... Weird pickups. They sound good. A little microphonic can hear it, but that's how some other P90s I played are. You can really hear it. Uh, um, it's just a really cool guitar. Anyway, these are the fun thing about these is you can get them cheap, and they're super playable, and they're totally worth it. I think these are probably more worth it than buying a, I don't know, a new Gibson. I mean, to be honest with you, you can get a whole lot more, you know, a whole lot more, more play out of it. If you're wanting that vintage Gibson feel, and a really cool sound, they are worth it. Good lawsuit models. The neck profile is nice. It's got a nice slim tapered neck. Uh, feels very 70s. You know, I'm used to these lawsuit models having kind of thick necks. I don't know if you remember when I had the Lotus Stratocaster, but that thing mm, had yeah, a dude. massive thick neck on it. I mean, you know, like baseball bat thick neck, which is strange for a strap to have. But this has a very low profile, just nice. Like, it feels more like a real Les Paul. I mean, it really does feel legit. Um, it's awesome. The tuning keys hold up really nice. They're the originals. Everything about it is just neat. It's got a nice natural relic done to it here. It's for real. Yeah. It's real deal relicking. It's no uh, no joke stuff. I'm I'm just I'm totally sold on it, man. I think it's a really rad guitar. Um, I've been looking for one of these for a while. I've been looking at the actual Univox ones, and then a a, a K model popped up. Uh, or I think it's really one of these that somebody slapped a K on, sticker on. But um, anyway popped up it's it's 600 on reverb right now for that one uh this one was really cheap i got it for a good deal because the guy was just trying to move it and uh so I, I got it for a really good deal and it was worth it need a little work but not much um usually the univoxes they sell for around like seven oh, wow. and you would think like well that's, that's still like if i'm gonna spend seven on a fake why would i buy it it's because it's so dang near actual mm. you know gibson feel maybe even a little bit better why wouldn't you? I mean, you can buy an Eastman right now that looks like this for thirteen hundred dollars. Wow! And it's gonna play about the same as this. I mean, this is a real deal vintage. I think I'd like the vintage. I think it's just cool. The vibe of it's nice, and I don't know, man. It, for the money, they're worth it. The Memphis are cool. What weirdest thing is the first time I ever played one of these. Okay, it's just a strange story. It was like ninety. Well, I think it was probably like year two thousand, maybe two thousand one. Right? Mm -hmm. I went to Florida with my family on vacation. Okay? Go to Disney? We did. We went to Disney. We went to a Walmart, though, to get some, like, groceries for the hotel room. Right? We go in there. And it was, like, the, one of the first big super Walmarts I think we went into in Florida or something like that. I don't know. But, anyway. We walked in. And they had this big pallet at the front. Right? And they had uh, rollback prices on a guitar package. 
and I didn't, I, I begged my parents to let me get one. They were like $200. And I'm like, absolutely not. You can't buy that. That's, that's such a waste of money. It's a Walmart guitar. You can't buy a Walmart guitar. I don't know where this Walmart got these. I don't know why they were at a Walmart. I remember them vividly. Um, it was a Univox. It was this model, Univox. Oh, get out of here. They were all jet black, black on black, right? Came in a box, a, a blue and white box with a clear front. You could see the guitar in it. Had a little amp, a little Univox amp that came with it, right? $200. If anybody out there knows what I'm talking about, any, I have I've searched far and wide to see a picture of these things. Never seen another picture of it. The only thing I remember from it was it saying Univox on the side of the box. Univox electric guitar on the side of the box and white lettering on the blue box. And that guitar just sitting in there. And I've always wanted one ever since. I, they had one out that you could actually pick up. And I remember picking it up. It was this guitar. That's crazy. And, dude, these things were from the 70s. And they were in this Walmart in like 2001. What the hell? What is that? What is that? Anyway. Well, nobody bought them for the last 30 years. I guess we gotta roll them back. <laughs> it's just a strange thing to run up on. Like, I, I, I can't... I very, like... I often wonder, like, what did I dream that? But, no, I, I remember this very vividly, seeing these things. And, uh... And I have yet to see a picture of these boxes or these kits anywhere. I've never been able to find anything else like it. Um, but, yeah, that, that you know... This is, I've been on the search for one of these for a long time. And to get one of these is really neat. It's a, it's a strange guitar. And the, the way the logo is on it really sells it. That little weird blue and, and red Yeah, which seems logo. so, like, off, like, with the rest of the guitar. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it gives it such a 70s trash vibe. I mean, this is, like... <laughs> This is like, this is the kid who, he wanted to give some, but his parents found him this, bought him this from the local thrift store or something, and he's like, you know, I'm going to play some Kiss on it, screw it, you know, and this that's what this guitar is right here, this guitar is straight up 70s, I'm going to play my rock and roll on this, you know, this guitar just oozes vibes. It's, it's the birth of the dead boys. Oh man, yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah! It is, does it not sound like that, dude? I mean, it's just freaking sick. Anyway, oh, by the way, if you don't like Kiss, get out of my country. I, can't I mean, honestly, you know, dude, like honestly, you might not like people, but the band itself is freaking awesome. Actually, just get off my planet. I yeah, dude. Care. I mean, it's Kiss, man. The greatest rock band in the world. <laughs> Kiss. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's my guitar story for the week. Uh, it's uh, it's a weird one. It's. Super cool, yeah. I need to put a new input jack in it, but it still works. I'm all right with it. Um, it was worth every penny. And if you're wondering, it was pennies, dude. I'm talking like this thing was so freaking incredibly cheap for what it is. Oh gosh. Uh, oh, oh gosh. I could not pass it up. So it will be going one day, but not today. Not today. Not today. Anywho, man. What's new in your world? Uh, yeah, work, work, eat, work, eat, eat, repeat, and do it all over again. Do it all over again. Yeah, man. Yeah, no. yeah. I know you brought something. I did. I want to hear it. I want to see it. I want to know what it is. This. Tell us about this thing. 
little steel box of joy is a uh, Caroline Guitar Company Shigaharu. Shigaharu. Shigaharu? Yeah. Shigaharu. I guess it looks like it's written in Japanese. I can't. I mean, it looks badass. Know. So, yeah, I'm going to say it looks awesome. <laughs> like, I, 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 I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I think it is uh, Shigaharu, I believe, Shigaru. according to the box. Um, this is a IC-based fuzz circuit with an octave that you can apparently blend in, if I'm understanding this correctly. Um, I... Uh, Follow a couple more than well more than a couple of channels on YouTube of yeah. um, people that demo a lot of uh, shoegaze and dream pop type yeah, yeah. pedals and and boards and stuff like that. And I've noticed on uh, a few of these these videos that that have come up, uh, this has been a pretty popular choice that people yeah put on some of these boards. Uh, so I've gotten curious about it enough that I said if. If it keeps coming up and it's a common thread, it's bound to be awesome. So, is I, it based on anything, or is it just kind of like their own version of a I, octopus? To be honest with you, I've heard some people say it's Big Muffish. Um, I've heard some it people say it's it's different yeah. altogether. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. So, I'm gonna say we plug it up, okay, and we turn it on, okay, no expectations, and just see what happens. Uh, let me actually. I mean, I'm gonna look at the. I'm gonna look at the instruction sheet. Okay. Just to make sure we don't have like anything crazy set up to like. Do you want start to play with. guitar with it, or you want me to? I will let you play it. Would... Okay. Yeah. So. I'm gonna plug up one of the most badass guitars in the room. Uh... Oh, this is fantastic. You know what? I'm gonna read these out as we set them. Okay. Okay. You know what? You say is is it Japanese, right? You said Japanese, right? I, I'm uh, I'm I'm assuming Shigaharu. Shigaharu. Uh, according to um, let's see. Okay, so the drive is going to be the knob to the top right. The body is the bottom right. Uh, tone will be bottom left, level will be top left, and apparently the Havoc level is the nut little knob in the middle. It's on! <laughs> this, is gonna get, this is gonna get crazy. Um, hold on, let's see. Uh, maybe we should turn the level back a little bit. Let's cut the drive back. Okay, so I pulled up my Tesco. Um, I think this is a ET440. Um, it's got uh, four single coil pickups. And uh, this is my clean tone here. Let's see. Let's do a clean tone on just the, just the bridge here. For our Japanese stuff, let's use the Japanese guitar. Hell yeah. Okay. I dig it. Okay, so they have given four sample modes on the back. Okay. Complete with descriptions. Okay. Which, after reading a couple of them just now, are actually hilarious. Um, so, 
Here we go. The description that goes with this setting, this sample setting, says, I like setting my fuzzes as overdrives to confuse the people who check out my board. Okay. Alright. I like it. So, let's hear it. Get the clean tone again. And this is the Shigaharu. I miss feedback and like crazy. <laughs> that's a uh... yep. That's a Japanese tone. Let's see. Uh, let's go to another one. I was gonna pick up anyway. The Fuller Tone Monster copy. P90s should be a little cleaner sounding. Let's see. Try it out. Right. Yeah. Give me. That's awesome. I would say that sounds really good. That sounds actually, great. I like I like that setting. Okay, so this is this is all the knobs at noon. Uh, the description for this one says, you know, I did this just to see what happens, but it actually kind of sounds like a JCM eight hundred. I want to hear this. Okay. Okay, we're gonna go neck, pick up, neck P90. Let's hear it. Alright. Or do you wanna go bridge? Either way. Okay, let's go neck and then we'll go bridge. Alright, engaged. <laughs> Sounds really good. <laughs> can't be mad at that. I, I, I'm not. No, I can't be mad um, at that. That sounds really good. All right, so hold on. Let me find. Okay. This is going to take me a second again. Uh, What's the middle knob? That's the Havoc knob. Oh, which, my goodness. Apparently, that's a whole separate switch, which we'll get to. Okay. Oh, yeah. This might end up being kind of loud. Okay, it's a noisy pedal a little bit, we found out already. So let's see what this thing... I'm going to go ahead I'll roll my volume back, and we'll okay. see how it goes. So the, this is the third setting. And the description reads as follows. Okay. okay. After they threw the holy hand grenade, I was kind of upset that they didn't show the carcass. Wow. What a description. Okay, here we go. Let's... What is... Uh, that's fantastic. What, what is it? What is this pedal? What is this thing? This is crazy. Okay, all right. That's like okay. straight out of Monty Python. Volume is halfway. Is my clean tone? 
Here we go. Let's turn that volume up. Dude, it doesn't even clean up with your volume knob at all. It just it just yeah. stays gnarly all the way through. <laughs> that was my volume all the way turned down, by the way. I turned my volume all the way down for that. And the final setting, which I don't know why I'm talking like this. You probably can't hear me at all. Just a little bit. Um, this last one is, uh, my last fuzz would always get buried in the mix between the SVT and the ride cymbal. <sighs> nice. <laughs> SVT's meaning the Ampeg. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's go neck pickup. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Yeah. It's noisy, though. I will yeah. say, it's been noisy. And I'm wondering something. What is that? I had to turn that one up to hear it. Active there, it's like a really strange, almost fox tone machine sounding octave. On the inside of this pedal, you, there's a small slide switch which converts the Havoc effect to always on and converts the switch to a mute slash kill. Huh. There's also a bias gate trim pod inside. Turn it fully clockwise for a fun gated for fun gated and spitty sounds, or oh. fully counterclockwise for normal operation. Huh. The gated would be cool because then you could get those really weird like octave like blue box sounds, you know, yeah. like the sounds. You know what I mean? So. This is kind of neat. This is pretty cool, man. I I can see where they would say it sounds very um, big muff. It definitely has that big muff like vibe, for sure. Which I kind of like. 
it cleans up really good. So that's this is my volume. Let's see about halfway here. Yeah, I saw that. Pretty cool, man. I, I dig it. I, I mean, that's a that is definitely it's a. It's different. I like it. I think it's really cool. I think uh, I think there's a lot of weird, weird possibilities in that thing, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like it better than the Maris. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Strangely enough, I have the Maris with me. You know, the Maris to me did not impress me. Really? Because I know how much it is, and I'm like, yeah. Mm. I mean. Honestly, when you really knock it down, so what's going on with that Maris? Yeah. It's cool. It's studio grade. It's it cool. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's built very well. It's built with top shelf components and shit, I'm sure. No one's saying it's not. You know. You know. Um, you know, but man, I... Okay, so here's the thing. What I've really enjoyed doing lately is stacking reverbs mm -hmm, mm -hmm. put one at the beginning of the chain one at the end of the chain yeah so if you're doing that i mean there, there's only a certain point you can really set this thing before you get completely washed out and it's it's too much anyway yeah yeah so i mean why not get a simpler reverb i.e that trinity that, that or trinity that or, or something we'll just use that as an example because it's yeah, sitting yeah. in the room you know, you can get one of those that does probably a very similar effect with your pitch bending and your sure. modulated, you know, reverbs and, and whatnot. Just the same as that thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm sure my little boss RV6 probably can't touch what the Maris does. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, I think it still sounds great, and I love it yeah, for yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely got a it's definitely got a lane. Yeah. You know, but. Um, yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing. Is like when you're looking at a Maris pedal for three hundred dollars. You know, versus one of these T2s is, is, I don't know, you could probably find these on a used market for 80 give or take. Yeah, I mean, excuse me. Um, I, this one was like, honestly, 40 bucks. Okay. Um, And that was just me asking him, hey, would you take 44 And he's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? So, yeah, I think I think new, or, or now, like, if not new, but used on reverb, like 80 bucks, yeah. Okay. Uh, and the arena, around the same price, the arena's like $40. Yeah. Um, so, so in the Maris, is 300 you know, I mean, it, it's one of those things. I mean, like, okay, if you're, if you're running a studio, hey, why not go, yeah. go, go buy the Maris. No reason not to. Sure. You know, if, if you got, if you want the highest quality, whatever, and you've got the, the, the money to put behind it, then yeah, no, I mean, sure. I mean, whatever tickles your tutor. Yeah. You know, but you know, if you're, you know, oh, putting together your first board or you're just going out and playing, you know. Yeah, some some local, you know, music hall or or, or or bar gig or whatever, 
you don't need the you don't need the really expensive stuff because honestly when you put it in a live setting it doesn't really matter anyway. I dig this one though. This 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 I love the Carolina pedals. I think they're yeah, all really too. cool. I, I think too. I think Carolina stuff they've put out a lot of really interesting weird fuzzes. Yeah. That are just just out of this world. And like I was saying, like the Hawaiian pizza, the whole pizza series, like they, there's yeah. other ones that are just really cool. There was okay, there was another one of theirs that even though I have the uh This was like a best of of that though. Oh, I mean, I mean that's I mean, kind of gives me the same vibes. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But I tell you, you know, I there was one of their pedals that was the um, the somersault. Oh, okay, yeah, right? yeah, right. Which yeah, I think yeah. is like their what is it, lo-fi modulator or whatever yeah, yeah, I think yeah, is yeah. what they call it. Um, I think you can get all kinds of really neat little sounds out of it and really cool chorus effects and things. And honestly, it might not be built to be strictly a chorus, but I think it stand like sounds just sounds as cool. good as some of your best ones out there. Yeah, yeah. Your CE twos and your C machines, and, yeah, yeah, and all of that. But um, the other one that I uh, that I really like about them, it's it's just it blows my mind. The uh, the story behind how he came up with the sound that he wanted to create with that pedal, yeah, is if I'm not mistaken, and I could probably get called out for this because I, I might be wrong because it's been a long time since I looked into it, but. Okay, for instance, your 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 arena right there. Yeah, it's like this is what a church sounds like. Yeah, that's, a, that's a great algorithm. It sounds just like being in a really big cathedral. Yeah, right. Big. You know, yeah. th this is a plate reverb, and this is a whatever yeah. reverb, and this is they're decent. Yeah, they yeah. got good. They got good tones for TC. Yeah, he had uh, uh, Caroline had a um, a pedal. I think it's uh, had has. They're selling it uh, called the Meteor. Mm-hmm. That apparently is supposed to be modeled after the uh, the sound of the reverberation in the subway in Paris. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like apparently he was in Paris and this is the way the sound echoed in yeah. the, in, uh, on the tile walls. I guess he was. Like, That's that, pretty cool. That sounds awesome. I want to make a reverb that sounds like that. And That's pretty cool. That's an interesting take. Yeah, I'm just like, nobody does something like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's a fantastic idea. It is a really good idea. Um, I mean, those guys are just doing something really cool down there, and I really dig what they're doing. And, yeah, um, I think that's a neat one. Uh, but, for, but for whatever reason, I've 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 been seeing their pedals for probably ten or twelve years, give or take. Yeah, it's probably the same case, honestly. Um, the uh, I've been, you know, I've probably been seeing their pedals around for probably ten or twelve years. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, I have to. Yeah, I had never heard of them until I saw. I went to see a show at Motorco in Durham. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's and that's I, I, I don't remember who the band was at all. Um, a couple of Carolina Pedals. And yeah, the because I was kind of checking out their boards and stuff while they were packing everything up. And, yeah. And I was like, "Hey, dude, I'm you know I'm sorry to bug you, you know, because I was like, I was like, but what is dude? What is that green? I was like, I've never seen that before. Like, what yeah. is that? And it was a uh, it was a haymaker. Oh, nice from Caroline. It was the first time I'd ever seen one of their pedals. The guy told me then they're great, you know, and, and I, for whatever reason, I've just never been in a place to pick up one of their pedals. I think uh, you got it really cool, and I think it's really yeah, interesting. Uh, I haven't even seen this one, but I don't, it's not one that I readily go after because I know the prices are pretty steep on the Carolina stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes, I mean, I have seen them for pretty decent prices. Yeah, yeah. This one, this one brand new was 200 that's not bad. You know, I mean, it's not bad at all. For what it's got in it, mm -hmm. it's a lot of fuzz in there. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, I like that. So, 
Neat. They, they make a, uh, what is it, a wave cannon, I think is the name of their distortion. I oh, think, yeah, I've seen that one, yeah. I, I think that's loosely based on a uh, Proco rat. Okay. As, like, the basis of that, I think. Have you seen the little rats? I have. The tiny ones? They're little bitty guys. I mean, it's, like, microscopic. It's Honestly, weird. I feel like I'm going to break one if it's I step so on it. It's so small. I mean, it's, like... But it's like the exact same shape box, you know? Yeah, like, it's so strange. It's so weird, dude. I like it, but I'm also like, I, just, I don't feel right with stepping on this. Okay, so here's here's a discussion, because I don't think we've ever discussed this before. What is your take on the mini pedal fad that's going on right now? Well, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> I love the Ren and Stimpy <laughs> reference. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God somebody else still references that. It's like, no, sir, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> Powder Toast Man. <laughs> Powder Toast Man. Um, no, I, okay, my. I always love how you go to take off and he fart. And, uh, and then he flies backwards. That always gets me. Butt um, cheeks with a little bit of cinnamon sugar coming off them. But um, no, okay, it, okay. So here's my my personal feel on this is um so a lot of companies are doing it real big right now. Like MXR has basically dropped their original pedal size for mostly mm-hmm. thumb size ones. Um, and that they do put out. Normal size. I mean, they got their the, Timmy. And yeah, they still the little Duke of Tone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They still put out normal size pedals, but majority of their pedals are coming out in the small box. Um, so you know me, I'm a big. I have to, I love a 9-volt battery in a pedal. That's my thing. That's my vibe. Yeah. I love it. You know me. I like that. Um, mind you, the one I just bought doesn't have that. Uh, the TC Electronics still have batteries inputs and stuff on them, which is really cool. I like that. Um, you can't put batteries in these small ones, obviously. They don't work. Uh, that, it's just too small of a box. Yeah. Um, I get the convenience of having a small pedal board that has a whole bunch of things on it. I get that a lot. Uh, a lot of times, though, it seems like they're they're missing some of the features that the bigger ones have. So, yeah. like, like uh, the TC Electronic has the uh, the Spark, right? Yeah. They yeah. got Spark Boost, and then there's like the the bigger version of it, the four knobs, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the bigger version of it has treble and bass and mids on it. Which, by the way, the Spark is an underrated boost as well. Oh, super great boost pedal. Um, and you know, the bigger version of the four knob has like treble and bass, gain and volume. Um, which is great because you can you can set it up as a treble booster, you can set it up as a bass boost, you can have a mid boost, you can just use it as an overdrive, you can use it as a clean boost. It's a whole lot of things. But then you get this the, the standard spark. It's just a boost. It's just a straight okay. up boost. Um, and it's more of like a like a microamp. Well, it makes our microamp okay. sort of. Yeah. And it's like a smaller version of it basically. Um, so you know, there's where you would lose your features. I know on the MXR they put the small little knobs on there and stuff. Here's my experience of small knobs. They don't last forever. And little suckers will break off. So No, and I was saying I always I don't even have the biggest hands in the world, but like yeah. to go to just yeah. sitting on and one and not bump the other, you know. Yeah, I, like, I, I I'm playing with this uh the I just picked up the uh, electro harmonics cockfight. And it's got two <laughs> it's got two tiny knobs on it that they could have just made normal size knobs for where they're set and they could just put two more normal yeah, size knobs yeah. on here it would have been fine but i understand they want to aesthetically it looks nice this way but um i don't like the small knobs because like you're saying i can't see where they're set at i don't know standing here i can't see the white dot on it it's just invisible to me um mm-hmm. so i'd have to put a line on it to be able to see it a little better but um i understand also the the whole set and forget 
you know, pedal. You know, you would set it at a certain setting and then you leave it and go from there. Um, I, I just, I personally don't like them. I'm not a fan. I like, I don't know, there's something about it. Like, I grew up with big muffs. I grew up yeah. with, you know... The big, like... <laughs> yeah, big box Gargantuan pedals. box, yeah. Yeah, and... And a fuzz face. Insert innuendo joke Big here. muff and a fuzz face and a small stone phaser and a DS1 and, you know, I had big box pedals. Mm -hmm. And it was something about having those that gave me this vibe, you know? And I don't know if I get... I, it's just psychological for me, I know. It's just something in my head, I think. Am I getting the same tone on the small ones? I know you are, but to me, I just... I like having that big box. You think there. I get half the pedal, I get half the tone out of it, I or mean, whatever. It's not, I don't well, even know it's that. on the fingers like, anyway, but well, you it know. comes to like the uh, the Nano e, the EH Nano series, right? It they are small pedals. This was their version of the small pedal. First, yeah, the Nano. that was their first version of the small pedals was the Nanos, which is just a standard size MXR. Yeah, pedal. I mean, that's which, what that is. Which, and, and as far as I'm concerned. That is the perfect size pedal. This is the perfect size pedal. This that, is all you need right here. This that, I mean, is, you can put a lot on this size pedal right here. I've yeah. seen these with like nine knobs on them. This is great, you know. Look at look at uh, you know any of those. All my glove pedals, pedals. Yeah, they're the same size, all the same. Um, I like this size pedal. This is this is my favorite size pedal. It's the MXR yeah. kind of casing. I think I think MXR made it correct. Um, so it's hard for me to say I like the small stuff. I've also experienced other problems with uh or read i've read more about them than experienced them about like how the jacks are like staggered so they can actually plug the inputs directly yeah, in yeah i've heard that there's interference on like the cheaper ones because they're so close together that they call it like a weird like static right there there's like little things here and there i'm sure that's you know other people have experienced it and other people haven't and so other people are like eh, i don't know this is not a thing yeah but to me there's something about a big box i just like that's my take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now here's my uh, my vibe on these things is that I, again, like you said, I understand these things have a place. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I can see, I can see. Okay, and this is a, this is probably a very good idea if you wanted to build build like a, a scaled down version of a bigger pedal board. Yeah. For like travel. Yeah. Say so, okay, like I want this to go in the God forbid the overhead bin on an airplane. Sure. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know. It, a book bag. Yeah. A book yeah. bag pedal board. Yeah. yeah. Just throw something in there travel with it. Yeah. And I, and I can see that would, that would probably help with ease of travel. Pedal board's not really that much bigger. It's not. If, if you're driving, fill it in the trunk of your car to go. You I know, get it. But, like, this, this pedal board I have here right now, it's got seven pedals on it, right? I yeah. could put more on there. I could. I could squeeze some more in there, okay? But if I had the many pedals... I could probably fit 20 of those suckers Well, on that's here, the thing. Is you know? like, for me, and this is because I know myself. Mm -hmm. I know myself. If that was the only size pedal enclosure that was on the market, yeah, I would probably still try to build a normal size pedal board and just fill it with a bunch of shit that I don't need. Exactly. You know, like it's – so for me, it's it's kind of like, okay, on a, on a board this size like you have here, sitting yeah, here. Yeah. With these standard size single enclosure yeah. pedals, yeah, yeah. MXR size boxes, yeah, all right, everybody knows the size of an MXR pedal. You can get four to five on two rows. Yeah, yeah. You can fit anywhere between eight to ten pedals on that board. Yeah. 
that limits you. It does. But that's and, a good thing. Yeah, you don't want to have so much on there that, like, and you're in the middle of the show, you're like, oh, fart, where is that overdrive? And you're looking at your pedal board, and you're, you just well, space out. And you're well, like, oh, here it is. Okay, found well, it. Well, that, and, and I, and this is, and this is good, this is where it gets to me, too, on, on a completely opposite side of things. Yeah. Um, the, the MD500 that yeah. I have. Again, it's really neat having all this modulation right here at my fingertips, and I can... You know, oh, I want to univive on this, or I want to slice it on that, or whatever, and it's yeah, really yeah. neat to pull all that up. But at what point does it become a distraction in a songwriting process? Uh, yeah, I agree. You know, find something that is you, find something that is your style, and make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, no, I agree. Um, and that's a really, really, I probably got off topic there just a little bit, but at the same no, time, I mean, I, you I'm know. I just hate, I hate seeing, okay, I, that and my, some guys do a really, really good job of making these boards look really clean. Yeah. For it to also, at the same, in the same breath, say it looks like, you know, a mess. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so much piled on that thing. Yeah. You know, I've seen some really clean boards, like you barely see the wiring on them whatsoever, and they're absolutely gorgeous, but you've got pedals turned sideways. It looks like a game of Tetris. Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, um, what I said up here is hard to step on, and I don't like this. I don't, I don't like a pedal board personally. Yeah, you know me. I like, I, I, I usually only play through like one pedal. Yeah, well, you know, there, there was a solution for this wedge style board. You put the step up. Yeah, I had the riser I put on the back, which it gives me total access to that back row yeah, without yeah. hitting my knobs on the bottom row. Yeah. Um. Anybody that never done that, I highly recommend that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I you know I I do not like the small enclosures. I I that's a, this is a trend I've been seeing more and more of, and I honestly thought that it was going to go away. Yeah, and, and, and if anything, it's gotten bigger, more more prevalent. Yeah, with each and every passing bigger, month, bigger, better, you know, more intense. Yeah, everybody's coming out with mini pedals, and and I'll be honest with you, I don't get it. Uh, it and I, again, that's just me. I'm not. Well, I personally, I don't. I don't even own one. Uh, like Mike, he has a bunch. He he uh, he has a bunch of them, and he likes them, and um, and that's good and great. And I noticed yeah. more and more of the cheap brands putting them out. I kind of feel like I get gypped though. Like Love Pedal has one. They have a couple. They have like the Pickle Vibe and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and they come in the small enclosures, and that's cool. Yeah. And they're usually pretty cheap. But like, I feel like I can't spend two hundred dollars on the mini pedal because I feel like I'm getting ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> when you spend 220 and get the full size you know, you, you know what i mean yeah. it just, it just there's something about that that's just which probably long. has a, a couple extra knobs on it maybe that's my yeah. electro harmonics upbringing but, you know yeah. what i mean and like it, you and, know you know but then again on the flip side of this thing too you were just discussing mike having these yeah you know it's um speaking of mike we got to show one more pedal before we stop this oh the yeah episode yeah. so um, i mean yeah i mean if this is if this is a way of getting him into pedals yeah or getting anybody into pedals and maybe building that first board yeah yeah dude awesome i'm all for it i'm all for it yeah absolutely so mike mike got a pedal um they left with me let's see and it is pretty cool and I don't know if it's got a power supply. Let's see. We're about to find out. Okay, cool. I do like the fact it's green. The green is cool. I like the green paint. The green I, I, I am a sucker for green. I like green. 
Okay, we got just like a minute here. So he bought this, um, I actually sent this to him. Speaking of small pedals, this is a weird one, but um, this is essentially a small, this is a small footprint pedal, but it's two. Uh, but, okay, so I have the Amp 11. He really liked it. He was wanting an Amp 11. He kept telling me, oh man, I want to find an Amp 11. I just can't find one for that price. And uh, they're fun pedals. The Amp 11 has a, a really unique vibe to it. <laughs> And the Amp 11 has the COT boost built in. Which is a great boost, right? I found this Mosky or Mosky. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, straight up knockoff here. So let's see where this is like. Let's hear it. It's COT, uh, COT boost. Here's the love pedal again. And it's COT. Musky. Okay, so it's called the Amp Turbo. It's green. <sighs> it's a total freaking straight up yeah. dead on ripoff, dude. And it, it sounds exactly the freaking same. I think maybe the Amp 11 has a little bit more of like a dead on just like the the real thing okay so if you're wanting one of these go on to amazon and look up mosky it's m-o-s-k-y turbo amp i think it's 35 dollars on amazon are you serious and it is straight up an amp 11 <laughs> that's so, uh, crazy yeah that's what we got with one minute left here uh if you guys are looking for something crazy and we're talking about pedals tonight and stuff that might be the best bargain, like, straight-up rip-off I've ever heard. That sounds exactly that, like the dude, Amp 11. That, just be, I mean, I don't, know how to translate, I don't know how to translate on the recording, but, dude, being in the room... It sounds dead on. It's exactly like it. I mean, it, you, you really can't get any closer to the real thing. <laughs> That's insane. That's, that's awesome. That's insanity. Guys, it's been Who's on Base. We'll catch you next week. Sayonara.